Hello, and welcome to the IMG Podcast, where we are dedicated to empowering IMGs through deep diving conversations, inspirational stories, analysis of match trends, and beyond. Our mission is to help you learn what it takes to succeed and to thrive as an international medical graduate. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are in the world at this very moment. My name is Tiffany, and I will be your host for this episode. We are in the thick of interview season, and this is a perfect time to discuss interview preparation. Seeming to be a simple conversation, you would be surprised at the number of missteps candidates make and unpredictable moments that have occurred from funny to awkward to downright cringeworthy, okay? So ideally, I would be interviewing residents or medical students who have already been through or are currently going through this interview experience. So you may be wondering, who is Tiffany and why should I listen to her? Well, that's a valid question. And I just want to take a quick moment to introduce myself because let's be honest, you're going to be hearing from me a lot and we're going to become fast friends, okay? But seriously, I have been immersed in the medical field, particularly clinical research for almost two decades. And yes, you would be correct in assuming that I've been doing this work since I was two years old, if you're trying to guess my age. But aside from that, I have worked with countless program directors, countless program coordinators, residents, and fellows alike, not to mention countless IMGs that I have hired and collaborated with for those who wanted to gain more research experience and preparation for careers in U.S. medicine. So I'm in the thick of this journey with you and want you to succeed, okay? So let's talk about some topics here. Virtual versus in-person. Interviews are a highly anticipated yet often anxious stage of the residency application process. Despite pandemic restrictions being all but lifted, the Association of American Medical Colleges, AAMC, has recommended that virtual residency interviews continue in 2022-2023, though this is still at the determination of individual programs. So what are the pros and cons of virtual versus in-person interviews? Well, pros for sure. Cost effectiveness, right? Comfortability, convenience. I call it the three C's, okay? So it really does help that you don't have to have that financial burden, especially for IMGs who have to travel far to get to these interviews. Now let's talk about the cons. Well, not being able to view the learning environment, right? the institution itself, learning the geography, and of course, those technical difficulties. But here are some tips about that. Make sure that you always check your Wi-Fi speed and reliability, your lighting, have a consistent source and make it flattering for yourself. Your audio camera is high quality and gives you that flattering angle. And your visual background is clean, appropriately interesting, and there is no background noise. Okay, make sure that those are some tips you can have. But you know, it's one of those things where we just don't know as the pandemic is ending, but what we're doing in terms of remote is evolving. You may be doing in-person or you may be doing virtual interviews still. So you just want to be prepared in any event, right? In any event. What is the magic number? So, you know, we have that talk about, well, how many interviews should I go on? What's a good number for me? And I can tell you that that's going to vary, right? So there have been reports on the average number of interviews that applicants should receive that increase their chance for a successful match. Okay. Do you agree or disagree that this is a thing? Is there a magic number? I'm asking you, the audience, of interviews that determines one success rate? We all have our own opinion. And again, that information and data is out there. But in my opinion, 
obviously you want to apply to as many as you can, right? That's why you apply to dozens, if not hundreds of programs to increase your chances, right? But in terms of interviews, if you get that one, that one interview, that is one more than you had, right? So it may be an unpopular, but it's a very realistic opinion. There are cases where you or someone you may know only got a few interviews. I don't care if it's two or 20, walk or zoom into every interview with the same determination that you would want to be selected. I want to be selected, whether it's two, two programs or 20 programs, right? So sure, there are those algorithms and again, surveys out there that quantify this topic. But I am here to tell you that enough is relative to the individual. And it only takes once for many things to change in our lives. So don't let that deter you. But let's talk about the best case scenario. The best case scenario is that, of course, you received an interview invitation. Hello. So what is the absolute first thing that you're going to do after accepting an interview besides doing that happy dance? You must do the happy dance. It's a requirement. I'm telling you now. So after you do that, what are you going to do? How are you going to navigate scheduling, right? You're probably doing rotations right now. You're traveling. You may have families and all of those things, and you have to accommodate that. So here are some tips for that. One, get organized. I don't care if you have to have a large calendar out. If you have it on your phone, on your computer, somewhere where it's close by that you can always get organized and be able to schedule accordingly. Be responsive. Be responsive. Do not be a lagger, okay? So if they are responding to you, you want to get back to them as quickly as possible. Don't be afraid to ask if you need special accommodations. And that is, sometimes that happens, right? But remember, they selected you for an interview, so they want to talk to you. So you asking for special accommodations within reason is totally acceptable. Absolutely, absolutely. Do not be a no-show. There is no explanation needed. I will not go any further. Do not be a no-show. Of course, there are times when emergencies come up, but you must give as much advance notice as you can. Just don't show up. So let's talk about getting to know the programs, right? Um, you know, you want to spend time searching these programs and their history and what makes them unique, right? Because you may be interviewing with, you know, maybe a few programs or maybe a dozen programs, maybe 20 programs, but you want to make sure that when you walk into that interview, that you understand their uniqueness and that you're able to have a real conversation that doesn't sound automated. So I highly recommend you using Match a Residence interview feedback feature as a great place to start. Again, matcharesident.com's interview feedback feature, where it's going to help you get that feedback from interviewees and what they thought about the programs that they've interviewed with. Know the people that you may meet. Now, you may not know everyone. There may be new faces or new names to you when you go into that Zoom or you go into that interview uh, conference room, but you want to get to know them as much as you can. And you can do this by going to their website, going to their social media accounts, right? When you walk into that room or in that Zoom, you want to make sure that you make a first impressions. First impressions are not cliche. Location, location, location. It is important to become familiar with the area where the program is located. Hello, you are going to be there for the next few years of your life. So you want to make sure that this is going to be your home for years to come. So don't move blindly when it comes to that. Of course, we all want to get the program of our dreams, but any interview you go to, you want to make sure you understand that location, location, location. Now, in preparing for interviews, there is a ton of information on commonly asked questions that one should practice to appropriately articulate their thoughts. We won't go over all of them here because there are 
I think I saw somewhere online like 50, 100. There could be a number of questions they're going to ask you. Here's some tips that I would give you. Remember everything in your ERAS application, okay? This is how they get to know you. This is how they know you as a person, as an applicant, as an individual, and your personality, right? Now, this does not mean to sound like a robot, okay? So you also want to know about any information you put in your personal statement. Um, or if you use residencystatement.com, anything that you and your writer communicated with and collaborated with to come up with that perfect statement for you. So you don't want to sound like a ro robot and just repeat yourself, but you do want to know what information they have about you so that you're able to freely talk about yourself in a conversational tone. But you want to practice, practice, practice your answers, right? And you want to do this out loud and often. So Match a Residence Interview Prep Services actually has helped to help you learn how to answer these interview questions, practice, and you can even get AI feedback on your responses. And they even have premium access which includes coaching sessions with an interview expert. If you heard it here first, I just told you, match a residence, interview prep services, you get AI feedback, you get interview questions to practice, and if you get premium, you get coaching sessions with an interview expert. I consider myself an expert, but not like this person. I think it's skillful communications that we've uh, teamed up with. So it's a great, great feature that I encourage you to use if you really feel like you need that help in the interview process. Okay, now, this is a topic that literally needs to go without saying, but I feel like I have to talk about it every time. And this goes with any job, any job. Remember, residency is a job, right? You will be learning. It is academic in nature, but you will be learning. So it goes without saying, but if you're going to apply for residency or a research position or even at a restaurant, I don't care where you're applying to, when you go into an interview, you want to be dressed to impress, okay? especially for residency, business casual is acceptable. I'm going to go a step further on Tiffany's tip, and I'm going to tell you that I would do business formal. So I would just take it up a notch. Even if it's virtual, you want to dress from head to toe, please do not get caught with your pants down. Okay, people? All right, literally, you want to dress from head to toe because program directors may ask you to stand up. They may ask you to stand if appropriate. Um, but I can tell you right now, I know of a program right now that exists today that I actually worked with that requires all of their residents when they are not in scrubs to dress business formal, not business casual. This means suit and tie. Or if you're wearing a suit and skirt, right? Or if you're wearing a, a business formal dress, right? So it's business formal. And that is whenever they are not in scrubs. And that is going on right now today. So I won't tell you the program. You'll have to guess. Um, but I love that program. So anyway, so you want to just make sure that you you do dress, right? And so when we talk about dressing as well, you know, when you when you dress professional, you feel professional. When you feel professional, you exemplify professional. And more importantly, it gives you confidence. Your demeanor and your body language says a lot about you as the same goes for the program director and committee members interviewing you as well, right? When we talk about those awkward, uh, cringy, funny uh, moments that can happen during the interview, that's what I'm talking about, right? So it can be as something as simple as your demeanor or your body language when you go into these interviews. You want to walk with your shoulders back, or if you want to sit with your shoulders back, you want to be very present. You want to be very present. And don't, you know, it's okay to be nervous. I mean, that's a a natural emotion when we're going into an interview, but you have to go in there with that confidence to, you know, step it up, be one ahead of everybody else. Okay. This brings me to my final point of discussion. 
confidence. I understand that many of you out there as IMGs lack confidence because you did not attend a U.S.-based medical school. With that being said, not all of you, of course, many of you listening right now are totally confident and Tiffany is all about that, all about that, okay? But for those of you who aren't, I just want to give you a few words of encouragement. Some of the most brightest and talented physicians hail from international medical colleges. Yes, logistically, the residency application process, interviews, and getting acceptance can be challenging and even an uphill battle for some, but it is not insurmountable. Let me repeat that. Yes, logistically, the residency application process, interviews, and acceptance can be challenging and even an uphill battle, but it is not insurmountable. So I just want to take this last minute to give you that boost of confidence And when you walk into those interview doors or turn on that Zoom camera, have your head held high. Also, think about this podcast and how the host, Tiffany, was totally onto something, okay? And if you like these encouraging words at the end of the podcast episode, let me know and I will be more than happy to drop it for you at every turn, okay? So tell me what you think about this episode, right? Let me know. Um, What has your interview process been like? Tell me what your experience has been. I am interested, interested to know. You can always tell me when you reach out to us on FB, Facebook, IG, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube with the handle at Match a Resident. That's M-A-T-C-H-A-R-E-S-I-D-E-N-T. Until next time, try to get some sleep between rounds. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, dear friends, that concludes this episode of the IMG Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and will tune in for upcoming releases. You can learn more by visiting Match Resident on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Thank you. And until next time, take care.